Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon, here to bridge the gap between therapists and clients. We are your companions on your journey to build your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've created a free email course on our website. Head over to shrinkthink.com forward slash podcast, where we've got practical steps on overcoming fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Hey there, Daniel Fava here, and if you don't know me, I'm the host of the Private Practice Elevation Podcast, where I share online marketing strategies and interviews to help private practice owners attract more clients and scale their businesses. The Private Practice Elevation Podcast is part of the SiteCraft Network of Podcasts, and I'm super excited to be part of this network alongside Aaron and Nathan and the great work they're doing. If you haven't discovered the Private Practice Elevation podcast yet, you can find it wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd love for you to join me as we explore topics like building an effective website for your private practice, search engine optimization, content marketing, and copywriting, as well as my conversations with experienced private practice owners about scaling a practice, outsourcing, team leadership, and all the things that are going to help you elevate your business and create the life you love. Be sure to check us out at privatepracticeelevation.com for resources and content to help you in your online marketing journey. Hey everyone, welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm excited for this episode as I am with all of them because I'm an excited person all the time because I'm an extrovert <laughs> if you listened to the last episode. But I'm especially excited for this one because we're going to be talking about I have no idea. Nothing. <laughs> this is a Seinfeld episode. We were just hanging out and kind of figuring out what we wanted to talk about. And some of the conversations that we have, Nathan and I have just sort of off the cuff. I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. But I think a lot of people are curious about what therapists talk about or what's like behind the scenes. And I know we've we've done episodes on that. We've shared quite a bit about that in the past. But I, I wanted to have an even more personal or off the cuff, just like fly on the wall conversation about like, hey, it's the end of our year. We just uh, finished out 2022 as we're recording this. And so there's a little bit of natural reflection on things. And it's also the end of the week. So we're done with uh, seeing clients and so we're recording our podcast. So it's like a good opportunity for us to just sort of like talk about some of the things that have happened, see where it goes and let you in on some of these thoughts or conversations or kind of, I don't know, interactions that we have together as therapists that we deal with on a regular basis. And you guys might be like, oh, I wonder what that's like or wonder what you say or what you talk about. And of course, we're not going to talk about any cases or any clients that we have because we want to keep confidentiality. But it's just mainly about like what our experience of those things is that are pretty typical for us as therapists. So I guess one of the things that I would start off with is just asking you a question, Nathan. This is going to sound very kind of nonspecific and it'll go somewhere. I know as extroverts, some of the people that are listening are like, oh, I hope this isn't like a waste of time or whatever. So it'll just be entertaining, I think, at the very least, if not informative to some degree. How was your week? What happened this week with you and your clients? Did anything kind of interesting happen with you? I know you've had a little bit of a cold. What was that like working with clients? It's just such a stupid regular cold. At this point, I'm so mad at it. Like, 
I haven't got anybody sick. That's the weird thing. None of my family is getting it, you know. Anyway, um, it's just all special for me. So, yeah, dealing with cough drop. I was like, oh, this is, I need to go get some. Because I don't need to have, like, all this weird coughing fits during the sessions or whatever. And, like, I'll take a Zycam like it's my job. So, here's the thing, people. I don't, I think many of you know this and many of you don't. Because of the supply chain problem, there's no cough syrup. It's not there. Yeah, I was hearing this from people. I've checked every store. Like, anyway, so, and then so I found some cough drops. But then you think... Maybe I shouldn't use all these because I can't find another one. So now you're trying to put up with how much you're doing. Like all day, I'm like, do I use one or do I not use one? Well, this is kind of a, oh, maybe I'm just going to cough a couple times in this hour and that'll be it. It's so interesting. It's one of those <laughs> one of those things where I, I remember being in grad school and learning about this. I think it really was from a group counseling class that I took where you practice being a group facilitator and your classmates were also your group members. And my professor, Valerie Korea, fantastic. Love her. I learned so much from her. If you're listening, thank you for listening. Actually, <laughs> mostly just like, that's awesome. Um, but I remember learning about facial expressions and reactions because people are, are watching, right? And so you're, what you're talking about is like one of those things that people don't realize is that we actually go through a little period of training as therapists to monitor how our reactions and our like don't yawn, you know, but like some people are like, just go for it. It doesn't matter. But, you know, that can be kind of offensive. It's like, it's not you client. It's just, I have a yawn and I'm with people all day long and I can't save it for like the three, five minutes. How do minutes. you save a yawn? Anyway? <laughs> I know, store it up for later. <laughs> Same thing with a cough. It's like, if it's coming, it's not just like hold it, like a sneeze, <laughs> you know, just like wait. And then like, it's your bladder. Well, here's the random thing I learned, by the way, this is complete tributary, but this is probably the way it goes. If you drink too much caffeine, you will yawn. Welcome to the jungle, people. If you're yawning a bit, like especially earlier, like when I say earlier, I mean, let's say you get up around seven and you find yourself yawning at around 11. You probably had too much caffeine, little camper. I learned this when my clients taught me it. And I'm like, they're like, oh, you probably had too much caffeine. I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing I'm like, I'm not tired. I slept fine. They're like, oh, you had too much caffeine. And what I've noticed is totally true. If I end up i can totally monitor it like based on how much i've drank in the morning anyways so then i blame that when we're in session if i yawn oh too much caffeine let's move on and well and there's another thing too i think sometimes when people come in and they're like super tired they're like yawning or whatever they're they're like i don't really know what to talk about they're slow i'm like i might have been okay but then they're tired and they're yawning and i'm like now all of a sudden i want to yawn everybody needs a blanket (laughs) yeah sleep therapy is really productive (laughs) you'll feel so refreshed by the end of this session but like i don't want to just i don't want to like match that energy and like you know yawn with them that that's i think one of those things that people don't realize that can be kind of challenging about our jobs is that when people come in with those you know in those states or whatever we kind of have to still maintain wherever we're at and sometimes that can be kind of challenging one of the things that happened this week that was different this is client specific in a way because it's more like type you know, like, um, but there's a person that I've worked with for off and on for like a really long time. And I read them really well. Like, and that's the thing is like, when you, you get to where you are with somebody for a long time, you, you get to where you like, know, like literally it's almost like you can tell when they get a little overloaded and then they don't want to say anything. And so over the past couple of years, 
I've used that information and I'll, and I'll stop and I'll circle back intentionally. I'll be like, Oh yeah, but it seemed like you drifted there a little bit. What happened? Is there something that you feel like you need to say, but you don't want to, cause that's kind of what you typically do. And they'll be like, okay, yeah, well, this is what I, I don't want to tell you this, but, and then they'll say something, right? Well, that happened in reverse this week. So same person. And I had this thought of like, just for, for a moment that, well, I mean, we think, right, as people. But I kind of looked up just for a second and I, the person was talking. And um, I looked up just for a second and I had the thought, I wonder what it would have been like to meet their dad. Like, because I never met the dad in this whole thing. And I've talked with the dad before on the phone. And she immediately stopped talking. Like, I mean, it was like instantaneous. And I realized, oh, she just saw me drift. Like, I wasn't drifting, drifting, but she freaking just saw me drift. So then I said, you know what? We know each other really well. You just saw me drift and you stopped talking. And she smiled. And I'm like, you know what I was thinking? And so I wanted to bring it up. <laughs> That's <I> awesome. <laughs> anyway. You know what's really weird? that w- When you're saying that, it's this weird also experience for us as <laughs> therapists that we know people really well. We know a lot of people really well, you know, because they're, they're just showing up and they're processing through things and we're observing all the things, right? We get to know them really well, like you're just describing. But the reverse is true as well. And I got to say, as... Like, if I'm a person, just a human being out, you know, with friends or whatever, like, okay, that's great. You know me, you're familiar with me, whatever. But as a therapist, I don't usually think about it that way, right? Because we're trained to, like, move ourselves out of the way, not think about ourselves. I mean, we're aware of things, but my energy and my focus is on you, the client. And so when somebody, like, does that to me, like, oh, are you okay? You seem off today. I'm like, oh, my goodness, you would know. And it's coming through and like, ah. I'm so exposed. <laughs> this, this is what you feel like all the time. <laughs> yeah, that that was weird too because it was that realization I had all the moment. It's totally like that. Because I had another person this week go, "You okay? Your voice sounds off." And I was like, "Man, I just asked you <laughs> right. earlier that week. Does my voice sound weird?" You're like, "No, it sounds fine." And this person's in like three days later, like, "You sound off." I'm like, "No." Anyway, but yeah, we get to be known too, right? And and it's and as a therapist, you have to. You have to be aware of it, like, and but it's still shocking. Like when it happens, it's I mean, every time it's like, oh crap, and then and then it's like, what else do they know? It's a little bit, <laughs> it's a little bit like, okay, this is you're gonna think like, whoa, I'm gonna stop listening because you're like full of yourself. But it's a little bit like being Batman or something, and, and you're putting on your mask, and somebody sees you before your mask is on, and they're like, I see you, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> you're like, no, you're not supposed to know. I'm just. I am Batman. <laughs> I am not Bruce Wayne. Look away. Look away. It's not happening. Right. But no, it's funny. Like all those, there are just so many things I think as therapists that were, I don't know, concealing, you know, to be professional for people that we are still people. And um, I think you just kind of need to embrace it. And it's part of the process and it's going to happen. And um, it is what makes that experience, I think, so it's so great at the same time. Okay, so here's for you, Aaron. What do you do? I almost I almost feel like I already know the answer to this. <laughs> you know me so well. Like, what do you do in the in-between time? So let's say somebody just doesn't show. They just don't show up. And now you have like an hour and you can't get a hold of them. Uh, what what's what do you what's your go to? Anything? Like in terms of trying to reach out to the client or just like what I'm doing with my time. What are you doing with your time? 
Okay, so I would like to say normally I'm like, oh, I can get some things done. And I think I usually do probably about for at the worst 30 minutes, at the best 45 minutes. Because for like usually the first 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, we'll see if they come. And I think I will just like scroll this or I'll text this person or I'll, you know, read some news about that. And because I'm like just sort of waiting. But I'm also like, oh, good. I have a moment to breathe Um, because, you know, the way I keep my schedule is on the hour and I see people, you know, for about 50, 55 minutes or so. And so I have maybe five minutes in between to grab a snack, go to the bathroom. Usually somebody's coming to my office, they want to chat about something or they ask a question, or maybe I'm uh, texting a client or emailing or something. So I'm. this is like a moment where it's like, oh, I've been given the luxury of a few extra minutes to kind of breathe or to think an extra thought, you know, to myself. Um, and I like that. I like that schedule because it keeps me going. Um, this is a little bit of a rabbit trail here, but it's interesting. Some people I know um, in like I, w- I was going at our old office, um, this lady, Sonia, that uh, worked there upstairs. We passed by. She was coming in and I think I was going or something like that. And she had maybe had just gotten back from lunch. And I was like, oh, hey, you know, what, what have you been up to? And she's like, oh, I took a couple hours for lunch. It was so nice. And I'm coming back. I'm going to have some more sessions. And I was like, wow. How can you do that? Like if I get some free time, I just like lose energy. I will kind of dip down a bit and then uh, I have to like get energy back up in order to like get going again. So I actually prefer when my when I don't have that hour free because then I'll just keep going and on that on that energy high. But she was a different person and has a different style. And she's the kind of person that needs that um, that time and enjoys it. And it's refreshing. So anyway, my point is it. Um, when I have that hour, I think I like to use some of it to kind of refresh myself a little bit, but I can't, I can't go down to like, we're just going to relax and like scroll Instagram videos or something. Cause I, I'll just lose steam. And then the next person comes around and I'm like, uh, it's like, it's like Monday morning where you're like, okay, let's get going, get started. It's like doing that all over again. Yeah. I'm definitely different, but I have this thing called a guilt machine that comes on when they don't show up and and it's like, well, now you have time to get work done that you've been putting off. Nate, you check should. all your emails. You need to, you should, you would be a better business person. If you did, Aaron checks his emails, yeah. Aaron's <laughs> building four spreadsheets right now to organize his emails because he has extra time. And, and, um, and then I, uh, go to Walmart and get a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's a true story. I walk in, I'm like, where are you? Like your door is closed. And then you walk in and I'm like, what? How did you? <laughs> you have a sandwich, and then I'm like, oh, I wish I had a sandwich. <laughs> you never get me a sandwich. Oh, I'll get you a sandwich now. I didn't even know you cared about a sandwich. Yeah, well, I will um try to do all of it. Like I'll be like, okay, I'll check this many emails. I'll do this for 15 minutes. Then I gotta go because then I can get there and get back. But if traffic's too bad, then you know whatever. But part of that is the is the extrovert in me that wants to get to that potential energy around people. Where I'll be like, oh, I need like a kind of need to get out. And now that's not true in the morning, but if I've seen like five people in a row or something, and then that happens, I'll be like, uh, I kind of need to be out of this office. I need to go somewhere else. Like a change of scenery. Yeah. So I I'll do, I mean, the cool thing about our office now, um, is we have this pool table and a dartboard that's in our recover lounge that we call it. Don't even do it anyway. 
and it's awesome. And so I will go like actually earlier this week. And, and I have to say that part of, you know, the holiday season, it's so weird for us as therapists, I think, because the schedules are not normal. You're seeing people that you normally wouldn't see. Like you do get used to the fact that like, like one person that came in today or not today, but this week, um, they were coming at noon and they always come in the night. And so I'm like, well, this is what it looks like during the day, you know, that let me just say that is such a weird experience. And I don't know if it is for them as well. But for us, when I see somebody that usually is in like a dramatic time change like that, you know, usually in the evening and now they're in the morning or whatever, it is a very different kind of an experience, especially if you've been working with them for a long time. And so it's not that I don't know what to do with them, but it's just like, <laughs> this is so odd. Yeah. And so um, saying all that is like, the schedule has been so weird the last two weeks of random people being at random places that I, I was just went over to the recover lounge and I had this weird hour and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play pool. So I just shot pool for like about an hour. And then at some point I'm like, Oh, there's nobody in here besides <laughs> me. So then, and I think you were actually oddly free for some reason. I don't know why, but like, mm-hmm. I, I remember talking to you more than average. I'm like, how's he, you know, cause you're doing your business call. Hey, you should, you should hit up Aaron for his business consultation. He will help you take your practice from nothing to bam, do it. Call my buddy, do it. Thank you for that promotion. Um, I do consulting actually. Um, so I have a question for you though, as you were saying all that, like the, the lounge and everything I was thinking, um, cause this is something that, <laughs> that some of the supervisees, some of the younger therapists go through, they will like study notes before a session and be like, okay, this is this person. They have all these things. This is what we're working on. Um, I'm, I'm my question. It's a very simple one, but like when you go out into the waiting room, do you always know who's going to be there? Like, um, what the person, not what their name is, but like which client you're going to see. And also like, do you have any idea of like where they're at in their treatment progress or what you guys are working on? Or you just like go out there and be like, Oh, it's you. Um, or it's like, okay, I know it's you, but I didn't study anything. It's just like, I kind of know, keep it to myself in my head where we're at. Um, I'll pull up the notes later. Like, how do you approach that when you go out there? Well, m- majority of days, I will look at the entire schedule when I start. Like, I'll just look over the day. And the thing of it is, is like doing this for a long time. You just kind of know, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, there just are next steps that have to happen. And so as soon as the person starts talking, you kind of, you know, like, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so we need to blah, blah, blah. This is where we're going. You kind of like pick up from where you were last week. Yeah. I don't worry about that, but I do. Well, I will walk out there. And then like this happened this week. I all of a sudden I walked out there and I'm like, oh, that's not who was supposed to. And I'm like, oh, because I'm an hour off. I thought they were coming in at two. So I have to. And it's not that big of a gear flip, to be honest, but it, but it is a little bit like, oh, yeah, I expected you the whole time. <laughs> right. They have to see it on my face. Well, sometimes somewhere. I'll just tell them like, oh, I, I, I was thinking you were like the next hour. I just got my, my hours mixed up or whatever. Okay, here's another one of those, too. <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed to admit this, but I, I kind of want to say it because it happens. Have you ever gone out there with like somebody you've worked with for a long time or maybe even they, they're coming in and uh, they sit down and for the life of you, you cannot remember their name. Oh. It like just escapes you for the moment. It's not that you don't know it. It's just like, what is your name? And why have I forgotten this? 
Yeah, it's, yeah, I, yep, yep, oh, that has happened to me as recently in the last two weeks. And it seems like as soon as that happens, like, there's some reason why why it comes up with a client, like, you now have to say their name. They're, yeah. they're asking a question, like, yeah, da 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 and what do you think my name is? And you're like, <laughs> ah, I don't know, at this moment, I've forgotten. I know, people think of you as having titles. I bet you feel like an imposter. I bet you feel like you're making all this crap you're dodging it. Yeah. And then you're casually looking down at your computer if you're me <laughs> and just saying like, what? Well, I do that big time with age, actually, because I'll be thinking like, how old are like, because there'll be something that will be going on. They'll be talking about this has been going on for this amount of time. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, how old are they? Like, because I'll be thinking developmentally, is this appropriate? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll, and I, but I won't. At. But dude, this day and age, people don't look their age very much. It's. I mean, somebody will, will, will look quote unquote, like 28 or like 35, but they will be like 45 or something like that. Or it could be, well, I'm sorry, but some of you guys is inverted out there. You're like, you look like you're 45 <laughs> and really you're 16. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway, hopefully that doesn't happen. But my worst case thing that's happened twice in the last three weeks, and it's, it's because of the freaking holidays. I know it is because the schedules have gotten so messed up. Which, by the way, let me just say that is like one of the hardest <laughs> things that we have to manage. I think when you have a, a practice, a group practice, is just managing the changes in schedule. People need to cancel and reschedule and move around because this came up and that happened. So that in some ways that actually puts a lot of not just stress, but like it's just a lot to like manage in your mind. Yeah, I, I ended up just get you get used to. Well. You get in kind of a rhythm. So there's no, I got out of the rhythm. Whatever the rhythm was, I was not in it. And I made the hurried mistake of texting somebody while I was not in the office and saying like, oh yeah, two o'clock will work or whatever the time was. Well, because I wasn't anywhere near a computer to put them in, I did not put them in. And because Aaron and I and other therapists out there like us are busier than a three-legged cat in a, in a mousetrap room, whatever that means. It just came to me. Um, then you basically, somebody else is going to ask and it's like, Oh yeah, two o'clock works. So then Nate goes out there and the person that I told over text in clear writing, like, yeah, you can do it. And it's Nate's fault that he did this Mm -hmm. is sitting out there. And the other person is sitting out there too. And it's, it's the word. I mean, there is the, it is the worst feeling. It is the most embarrassing thing and the worst feeling you can have. And it's, it's embarrassing because it's like, oh, I made this mistake um, and now everyone's looking at me, you know, everyone's in the waiting room seeing it. But it's also a terrible feeling because now I got to turn somebody away. Yeah, like you're, you're letting somebody down. I, and you're like, okay, I'm going to go therapy today and we're going to work on this. Just kidding. Nope. Because of my own mistake. That feels terrible. Yeah, my worst one. This is my worst one ever, though. My worst one happened. I literally was like, oh, I haven't. I haven't. This person called. They said they weren't, they weren't going to be able to make it. And so I'm like, okay, they're not going to make it. Well, I, I looked and I'm like, oh, that person's at 10 a.m. Well, that's interesting. So I take them off. And then I realize, oh, this other person wanted to come in. So I call them and say, hey, do you want to come in at 10? So then they do. And then the other person that I thought wasn't coming in comes in because the phone numbers, because we don't, I don't keep people's names in my phone because HIPAA confidentiality. ethics, confidentiality. The other person's phone number was what they had five. I actually think it was seven of the same digits. If you start with the area code and the, and one person never texts me ever. And that was the person that canceled, which was later in the day. 
And then this person texts all the time. So I made the assumption and I literally told this person like within an hour and they showed up and I'm like, never mind. Like it was the most, that was probably the, that's probably the worst that's ever happened to me anyway. Yeah. It's hard. I think as therapists, we just, it's not your fault. I mean, you guys are, if you're a client listening, you know, you're just doing your best to make your appointments, but there's just a lot of juggling that goes on behind the scenes and, and especially around, you know, holidays or times where like summers where people are traveling or whatever, a lot of things to kind of juggle around. And, you know, it comes with the territory. Um, but we just, I guess I wanted you to see some of this behind the scenes that we are people and we do care about you. We care about that stuff. Um, it gets to us, you know, we're like, ah, oh, it feels so bad. And we have to like, inc- literally, it's the kind of thing that we'll all talk to each other in the hallway and be like, oh, I just did this. Oh, I don't feel bad. I mean, you didn't, you haven't done this in a long time. You know, it's like, happens a couple of times a year, you know, sort of a thing because we are caring people and we want to help out. But overall, thanks for listening to this episode. I know it didn't really have a point to it, but it was just sort of like a bunch of popcorny, you know, these are the kinds of things that we go through and think about and just some of the behind the scenes stuff that we wanted to let you in on. So maybe if you're another therapist out there, you don't feel as alone because you know that you're as weird as we are. So we're just willing to say it out loud to whoever wants to listen across the world. Have a great day. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening. 